Hey guys, it's Brooke. And Pam. We're sneaking in a little early to let you know that this is going to be a two-parter. Woohoo! So we're back with a guest and we already can't shut up and have to break it up into two episodes. <laughs> you get another person in the room and we can chitty chat. We, we like to talk. It's yes. fun. Um, and it's uh, because it's Amanda Walker and she is a uh, wedding and event planner. Uh, she is going to give a lot of good advice and we didn't want to cut any of it down. So we thought... No. She had so much to share. Yeah. We just I, couldn't cut anything. No. So we want to let her give all the knowledge and updates about what it is to be a bride and planning a wedding in 2021. Yes. So that is up next. So um, you're going to hear the first part of our evening with Amanda, which is just our interview and just letting her share all of her secrets and updates. And then Pam and I are going to pop on at the end to give you bridal breaks. Woohoo. You excited? Yeah. Okay, I'll see you on the back end. Bye, buddy. Bye. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's wedding confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking about weddings. Talking about weddings. You know where else we're talking about weddings, Pammy? What? On Instagram. Yes, we are. Specifically Instagram stories. We're having a good time in stories. You know, we're brand new at it. Yeah. And we're not terrible. We're learning. We're learning. Yeah. And I'm liking it. Lots of little stickers and buttons. (laughs) Tell them what we're doing on Instagram stories, Pammy. We are, we're letting you tell us your opinions. So normally you've been hearing us give our opinions and now we're letting you uh, let us know what you think. We're also um, giving our bridal breaks and stories and, um, and having a good time. Yeah. So if you listen to us on the podcast and you think that the advice that we gave somebody is terrible, Instagram stories <laughs> is a place to let us know that you didn't agree with us because we'll put up polls and be like, hey, this is how we advise them. Do you agree? And you get to tell us if you think that we're stupid or right on. <laughs> or if we disagree, then yeah. you can let us know if you're Team Brooke or Team Pam. And if you remember correctly, the first poll that we did, it was when we were a house divided. And who won the poll, Pam? Who? I, I don't remember. Who? <laughs> I think it was me. <laughs> I won that poll. You That's did. why I love Instagram so much. Instagram stories, <laughs> I just keep winning. <laughs> anyway, guys, seriously, though, if you're not following us on Instagram or Instagram stories, please join us at Wedding Confessionals. We're having a good time. Fantastic time. Um, one more thing I wanted to let you know, because I kind of overlooked it. And I feel really bad. What's that? Well, the last episode was the <laughs> 100th episode of the podcast. And we just kind of let it slip by with zero fanfare. We did. And I am the one that's to blame. I'm the one that keeps up with the numbers. And you didn't know. And I wasn't even counting. I was just recording podcasts. (laughs) And it wasn't until afterwards. I was like, whoopsies. So happy 101 episode. This is what this let's celebrate this one. This is, this is a good one. One is a good number. Yeah, we made it. <laughs> Triple digits. Yes. <laughs> That's an accomplishment. To 101 more. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to celebrate 202. 202. <laughs> <laughs> so the exciting thing about episode 101 is that what do we have back in the studio, Pam? 
We have a guest. Yeah. A real life guest. There's a person in my house that isn't me, you, or Tristan. Yes. This is exciting. Yes. Pammy, would you like to introduce our guest? Yes. She is back. You guys will remember her from episodes. Oh, I Do got this. Remember? 63, 92, and 93. See, I knew numbers for that. Now I'm, now I'm on top of the numbers You're again. We're numbers. back. Had to get my sea legs. <laughs> we're in it. Episode 101. We're pros again. So we're a big fan. Um, she is the event planner for Salt and Sparrow, and it's none other than, than Amanda Walker. Yay! Yay! Hi! I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> Welcome back, Amanda. Oh, we can sing this whole episode. Yeah, go for <laughs> it. We can. This is a musical episode. It's 101. We're, it's a big episode. <laughs> it's a we big do episode. something different. <laughs> so, um, Amanda. Yes. The last time you were on our podcast Remind was... Remind me. Well, it was in 2019. <laughs> oh, that was so long what, ago. Like an innocent time... What a different world. I was so young. <laughs> In my youth, before 40. I was still 39. God, it was glorious. Uh. So since 2019, I imagine things have changed for a event planner, wedding planner. Things have really gotten interesting for you. I specifically just want to go back in time, and I would like you to describe for me, what was your March 2020 like? We are back in time. Oh. It is March 10th, 2020, my 40th birthday. Wow. Oh. And it got canceled. Oh, <laughs> no. really? It did. And then March 13 happened, and my kids got kicked out of school forever, basically. School yeah. shut down. For a good long time. And then the emails started, and then the world started to go mad, and then we just waited, right? It was like kind of like we were in a war or something, and we watched all our businesses slowly get shut down. By mid-March, I would say I still had a wedding that wanted to go on March 23rd, and I refused to go. Um... It was a big stance and they weren't happy about it, but it was a crazy time and we didn't know if this was outbreak and there was monkey. Like we didn't know if we were going to die. Like if we got this right away, we didn't know what this was. Yeah. And I wasn't going to put myself in a bunch of, in, in around a bunch of people when we were told to lock ourselves literally in our homes. Yeah. You know, never had seen anything like it. Um, they were mad at first, but it was what it was and then it was just the waiting game right because we so I had a lot of therapy sessions with a lot of women very quickly and uh it was a waiting game it was every day was something different so April 15th I think was the date or something like that the world was gonna be we're gonna be okay yeah two, two weeks that's yeah, all we right. had to do two weeks, two weeks. Two then weeks. it was six weeks so yeah. yeah it just kept going that way and I just, I, it was surreal. It just was surreal. It was like, well, this business that you built for this long was shutting down indefinitely and you have mouths to feed and we need to figure something out. And so it kind of went into just a bunch of emails to brides and 
I don't know. We did updates every week and it just kept doing what it was going to do. It was literally a virus infecting everything. So, I mean, that was my March. Yeah. Into when, April. Into April. So mm-hmm. um, what did you do in the interim during the, the dark period where it became almost illegal for you to do certain events that you were planning indoors with a certain amount of people? Did you continue planning anything or did you pivot and just do something completely different? So we had to continue planning many of them just mm-hmm. because we still didn't know what was going to happen. And then, you know, there were lawsuits and deposit fights and venue there were a lot of fights going on for people that, you know, I, I that I, it turned into me being like some kind of lawyer for clients that I wasn't getting paid for. It just was really hard because now you're in this situation where you're really not getting paid to do any of this stuff and you are losing your business. Your clients really might not be. At, and then your kids are home all of a sudden too. Yeah. And you're trying to 24/7. be a teacher mm-hmm. now and people, they're freaking out because it's their wedding. Totally understandable. There's a lot of money invested in it. But my life is completely being upheavaled. And it's kind of like being a mom when like your heart's breaking or someone's dying or something. And you just have to suck it up and be okay with the kids. I had to do that for my clients. Even though I'm going to say at some time I wanted to say, you know what? My life is totally like... I don't know if I'm going to be able to ever pay a mortgage again at this point right now, nor put food on my table. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. let me breathe, too. Um, we pivoted. We started another company. Uh, we brought farm to table food to people. We built urban gardens. I started doing design for backyards because we couldn't go in houses. That was very similar to designing an outdoor wedding space. Oh, Interesting. So we started doing that. It was very lucrative and it saved our butts. But then on top of canceled weddings and school and crazy brides and and lawsuits and this, that and the other thing, now I decide I'm going to run a whole new business. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no problem. Yeah, just add that. Just find some room on that plate. Don't forget, (laughs) I needed to bake bread. Who didn't? I mean, and make really good cocktails. So, I mean, (laughs) there was that going on too. So it was it was busy. I mean, it definitely was busy. So obviously you had that and you were doing a lot of stuff. And then so you coast back into like 2021. People are getting vaccinated. Rules are changing about what you can do. Are all the brides that sort of dipped out, are they now popping back up wanting to reschedule? Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) When did when did the ramp up start? I imagine June 15th. As soon as that soon as the governor decided to reopen the world oh um, your phone went crazy so i had 32 pushes i had 32 weddings on hold yeah no dates i did two illegal weddings totally just being honest with a lot of people lots of people really um yeah and they were on private property well one was so one wasn't really illegal because it was on private property and Mm -hmm. it was phenomenal and we were super safe and we tested and we had masks and we had all this stuff and it was very contained and outside and safe and not one person we had we tracked it we had no cases great um and they are a fantastic couple and they have a fantastic piece of property and i love them dearly and their photos are unreal they're beautiful and she's pregnant right now so so happy I met them. So happy we did the wedding. And it was amazing. 
Um, the other one was totally illegal. They were amazing also, but um, that one was at a venue and that was a whole different like ball game because they were turning off power places if they got caught. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So you're running the risk of like, so we were at one location and then he said, absolutely not. And so then we found this other location and they said, okay. And everyone had to sign liability waivers, which is a thing. Um, but we ran the risk of the power getting shut off the whole entire night. Wow. That's a lot of stress. Yeah. Did you feel like, were, did you feel unsafe being there? Or what did you do? Did you just mask up and hope for the best? I wore, I wore like four masks oh, shit. Um, yeah. at these weddings. Yeah. And uh, they were outside. So okay. I, I felt pretty good with it. As so both of these weddings, even though the riskier one was still outside. Yeah. All okay. outside. Oh, okay. So there were weird things like people couldn't touch food and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. the catering situation changed and mm -hmm. things like that. But other than that, I mean, I felt fine. Okay. In my yeah. brain, I, when you said event space, I thought it was indoors. But yeah. Okay. Interesting. So you got through the two illegal ones and now everything's getting legal again on June 15th. Yes. And everyone starts knocking at your door. Yes. Hey, it's time to plan a wedding. How does it deal with availability? With like venue spaces, because isn't everyone now trying to rebook? Yes. So venues are having weddings all week currently. Really? It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. Venues are booked every every day during the week, pretty wow. much. It's very hard if you are a new bride to find availability. 2022, forget it. You're not finding a wedding space in 2022. 2023, probably. Um, Shit. Wow. But every... Everyone pushed, right? So everyone's yeah. very, very busy right now. So June 15th, we open up because we follow Disneyland rules. So when Disneyland... <laughs> <laughs> We're in Southern California. Yeah. Disneyland actually rules us all. <laughs> yeah. So we watch Disneyland for our real our real COVID updates come from Disneyland. <laughs> Mickey Mouse at a press conference. <laughs> June 15th, I start getting all the calls. We're definitely having our wedding. Okay. In... Some of them were in three weeks. Some, wow. Some of them were in two weeks. Some of them were in four weeks. Uh, they were all within, you know, from June 15th to basically November. So I took a deep breath because, again, you have the other side of event planning that's hard to see, right, when you're the client. And that is you're not the only one. And usually we would be able to give you attention and the things that you needed. But this is a tricky time and a tricky situation and all our lives have changed dramatically. So I can only deal with the wedding that is that week. I can't deal if you are if you were at that point, if you were calling me in June to talk about an October wedding, I am sorry, I can't talk to you right now. And not because I mean and not because I want to give you any type of compromised service, which trust me, I was getting panic attacks too because that's not my person. I just can't because I am now focusing on some weddings that are happening the way they should and other weddings that 100% are not because they were indoor and we still don't know if indoor is going to happen on your date. And now we need to pivot to a whole different kind of wedding that went from having like a caterer attached to the location to a complete building. And we need to do this very quickly. Yeah. So that went, it, you know, it's it's still, and you can talk to any vendor. We're all going mad. You know, like <laughs> it is definitely like a mad tea party. Um, I've had 
really, really great clients and I'm very, very grateful for them. Um, But it's definitely been a journey for all of us and a very, very extended journey. Again, that I'm not getting paid for. (laughs) Right. Please remember everyone that your coordinators are doing a lot out of the goodness of their heart because the wedding that once was your wedding is not your wedding in 2021. And we're having to do a lot more work than maybe was contracted. And we're doing it because we care about the quality of service and we care about you guys and we know that you guys have been through a rough year too. Um, But no, we're putting our extra foot forward and we have a different kind of relationship with our clients this year for sure. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, Do you have a question? No. Oh. Um, I'm I'm in shock over here, <laughs> just taking this all in. Um, so much. I was gonna ask, um, just again, because you're the professional on your end, and you have a microphone that's going out to all of these people that are planning their weddings. For you representing all wedding professionals, what advice can you give to brides and grooms planning right now of what to do to be the best for you? Like, what tips? Should you give them so that they can communicate the best with their coordinator or what 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 makes them an ideal client right now? What can they do? In my opinion, the only thing that makes you the best client and it's very simple, be grateful. Okay. That's I like it. it. Just say thank you to all your vendors. That is 100% it. That is all we need. We don't need more money. We don't need anything. We need your flexibility, your understanding, and your gratitude. And that uh, is the best tips that I can give you. Other than that, be patient. We're not as responsive as you would like us to be, but know that that's trickling down the line. So just because I'm not responding in 24 hours like I would usually, that's because the person I'm trying to talk to isn't responding that fast either. And their person that they're trying to talk to probably isn't responding that fast either. So it's a waiting period and we are not talking to you, anyone, till Tuesdays. From Friday to Tuesdays, we are not talking because we are very, very busy and we need a day off too in order to be able to give you the best service that you deserve because we need a down day. Well, I imagine if all of the, um, if all of the venues you're saying are just seven days a week, boom, 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 wedding every day. There is no down day. Yeah. Whereas in the past, I imagine it was, you know, the weekends are the the push period, but everyone's a little quieter on like a Wednesday, a Tuesday. But it sounds like now, not even just like a wedding planner, but like trying to talk to a venue, trying to talk to your caterer, everyone's slammed. Slammed. And it's really hard because this is like the, this is the um, seasonal push right here, right? It's September, October, November. We now, you know, we shifted a couple years ago from, spring weddings to fall weddings, at least in California. Now, I can't speak for other states because I'm not there and we don't have weather, so Mm -hmm, it's different. But our most popular months are September, October. And now there's quite a few in November. Um, Summer's too hot for the most part here. And spring is sometimes a little erratic that if we're going to get any rain, that's when we're going to get it. So I would say like May, June, September, October. So to the brides and grooms that may have to push and can't find a space until 2023, it's a bummer how long it takes, but the up the upside is that you'll probably get a higher level of service because hopefully by then things have sort of evened out, knock on wood. Yeah, so everything's crazy right now, as you know, just shopping, right? It's hard to get stuff. Everything's on back order mm-hmm. um, and everything is way more expensive. 
The flower mart has a shortage right now. Yes. Um, flowers are a problem, especially white roses, big problem. Um, everything costs more because it costs more to fly in. Your venues, everyone's making up for a year no be- of no business. Sure. Yeah. So, for instance, Catalina is shutting a lot of things down in November. Like, you have to book private parties to have dinners and stuff like that because their businesses are trying to shut down to recoup money from last year. So there's a lot of places doing this. And if they're not, the prices have gone up to recoup from last year. Mm-hmm. What in 2019, I know we're two years past that, but in 2019, I would say your average 150-person wedding was probably between... 40 and 50,000 that would be an average i mean you're not getting married for less than 55 grand wow it's a jump yeah yeah it's not it's it's really i would say the average wedding is going to be pushed up to seventy thousand dollars something to think about it really is and i can tell you i've had some really really wonderful because of covid intimate celebrations Mm-hmm. Oh, God, guys. I know we all have a lot of family and friends, but there is something beautiful and so romantic about these smaller weddings. And they're slower and they're calm and happy and everyone gets to enjoy each other, especially right now because we haven't seen each other, right? And it's such a more meaning, celebration means something completely different than it did in 2019. And I still think it will in 2023 because it's still limited and reserved. But there is something so beautiful about these small events, even if it's just a dinner party, because a lot of places, people aren't keen on dancing still. There's a lot of family members that aren't comfortable with that. And a lot of places that aren't, doing it constantly and if they are some of them are still requiring masks and that's you know is day to day right because everything still changes but if you can plan your wedding for 80 people or less I guarantee that you're going to be able to do whatever you want and it's going to be worth it and that money that you were going to spend on a big wedding you get to have the best of the best stuff and I just think that's it's such a lovely way to go and we can we can make it so beautiful, you know, and it's just there's a magic in that. It's hard to cut people, but I think people have gotten really good at cutting people in this last year. They have. Yeah. And and they because they've yes. really had to narrow their guest list down. It's possible. I've watched my brides do it because they had no choice and everyone's OK. Yeah. Well, it's not you being mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's just I mean, this is the world you're living in. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to delay and you want to do it do it i love it i love a small wedding i know me too you were were talking about it i got all like warm and cozy i'm like oh my god so intimate and like just so full of love and just feel like oh it doesn't feel like grand it just feels like you're really seeing the couple yeah and i can tell you the difference i mean i did i loved them it was a beautiful wedding fantastic people they had like i think we came in at right under 200 and i would say that's the biggest one i've done so everything else has been between 30 people and 85, maybe 90. Um, and there was definitely a difference. We were boom, 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 boom. Try to take pictures with these people. Try to take pictures with these people. Right. And maybe they got 
like some free dance time to like enjoy maybe for like 45 minutes after the six hour day you know so I mean there's a difference there's just a there's just a difference so that's my recommendation have a small wedding and go big (laughs) go big with your small wedding have the best food have the best flowers buy the best dress have the best decor I mean we can go crazy on table decor and stuff get a killer DJ and rock it and enjoy each other I like that. Um, Speaking of table decor and stuff, the last time you were on, we talked a lot about wedding trends. And in the past, you talked about how there's like this convention in Las Vegas, and it's annual. And that's how you guys kind of figure out the style look and like the lookbook for the year and what everything is. I'm guessing was that canceled? It was it virtual? How do we do it? So there's nothing. Is there any sort of at this point, trend or what are their actual trends right now or trends just like out the window at this time it's tricky because location is playing a big part in stuff um what i see right now florals are really natural um i imagine sparse if it's hard to get flowers <laughs> yeah <laughs> just go sparse yeah a lot of dried flowers are actually really in right now oh that's mm. cool mm-hmm. so where do you get dried flowers it, at the mart Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. What kind of flowers dry beautifully? So many, like any type of like the laces, like the uh, Queen Anne's lace or any of the uh, yarrows, things like that. Um, the grasses, all the grasses mm-hmm. and the palms. Um, yes. Spray painting is also like a big thing right now. Spray painting like the um, dried flowers. Oh, with like colors you can't get. I'm sorry, I'm so stupid. You were talking about wedding trends. I think it's spray painting, like spray painting at the wedding. I, I thought mean, you were like, I knew I could see your head spinning and I knew that's where <laughs> you like, were going. I'm like, like, no, bro. For people to do, like, there's a photo booth or you can go spray paint I mean, in this corner. And I'm like, okay. You've got a business. Next year. Next you've year. got a new yeah. business. Sorry, spray painting the actual flowers. Yeah, yes, spray painting yes, the flowers. Yes. So, you know, like, I'm it's stupid. <laughs> It's it's like it's very like romantic, romantic, light, fluffy, tooly, free flowing mm-hmm. fabrics. Yeah. I wouldn't say that anything is tight and like round or like symmetrical. Not 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 symmetrical. What's the word that I'm looking for? Where everything is just like clean buns, tight, tight, tight floral bouquets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like silhouetted. It's more like soft you know fabric uh cottons uh patterns patterns on your bridesmaids dresses like like florals and not solid colors just like more whimsical and soft this is what is just naturally happening yeah it's just naturally happening um different kinds of china like pattern china or not just white you okay. know, like, yeah. like tea china, like vintage English tea style china, colored goblets, like more garden party, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. Really flowy, light, airy, airy. Well, because so much is taking place out, outside. Mm-hmm. So they're bringing all of those elements, making use of all of the outside elements. Yeah. And a lot of people, I think, are you either love flowers or you that's where you're going to like kind of skimp a little bit in terms of budget probably because they also are expensive so they're getting creative with not maybe something so grand or maybe 
not corsages for the moms or not like a giant like display at the ceremony. Um, they're doing more like just a lot of vases. It's cool. Mm, right on. Yeah. Um, what is there a color? Mm. Oh, hi, Ruth. Hi, Ruth. Mm, she bust in. Hey, girl, grab that bone. All right. See you later. Sorry. Let me try again. Is there a color? You're, that specifically right now, like so, sometimes the color was like, I remember last time we were on, I think it was like emerald was just coming yeah, in. Jewel tones. Yeah. Are mm-hmm. we still in that? Mm, I think we're more in more of nudes. Okay. Mm. A lot of bridesmaids are wearing softer palettes, uh, neutrals, but like light, almost pastels, but I don't want to call them pastels because they're more like the light blues, the light grays, the champagnes. Um almost like off-whites a lot of them okay off-white for the bridesmaids Mm -hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. yeah super light colors and then burgundy stays a a strong favorite oh burgundy and purples stay a strong favorite we're still in the in the race and lots of orchids orchids are very popular right now really really Mm -hmm. yeah interesting and they're very expensive yeah (laughs) True. But what we used to hear, peony, peony, peony. Yeah. We're hearing a lot of orchid, orchid, orchid. Okay. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's 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 what I'm seeing. That's kind of what I'm designing on currently also. Um, and they've leaned heavily on me for design and decor. I've done a lot of florals uh, since the pandemic. I love it. Um, and I love like the full decor packages where we kind of just like, I can always do it better than you. Ooh, not being mean, but just give me, <laughs> just give me your vision and just let me go with it. Right. Yeah. And I will do it less for less money and it will be more than you could have put together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leave it to us. Leave it to the professionals. You hired them. You're paying them money. Let them do their jobs. Yeah. It's true. Exactly. That's, that's another thing. Leave it to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for all the trend advice because, you know, I'm over here thinking tight buns and I'm wrong. No tight buns. <laughs> Different tight buns. Just the mm-hmm. the glutes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like post pandemic, is anyone's glutes, are they that tight yet? Maybe <laughs> oh that's my- why the flowy dresses. Oh my gosh. Is it really you think the gauziness is also because people are just kind of like, you know, we're not hitting the gym right now. We're just kind of like enjoying our soft bodies and well, having some flowy clothes they all already bought their dresses so i can tell you that fittings have been a topic of conversation oh they oh. bought them pre-pandemic oh no because oh, no. girl i'm not wearing the same pants i did back then me neither <laughs> so what happens i mean it depends sometimes they get some people have gotten super small and okay. other people, you know, it's a little snug. I encourage them as soon as they call me and tell me that their wedding is on, you need to go try on your dress. That's okay. the first thing you need to do. As soon as you decide on your date, if you bought that dress two years ago, you need to go try on that dress because it's not bodies change shape, especially like at bride's age. Now, most of my brides are in their 30s. I would say majority late 20s, 30s. Mm-hmm. But your body's still changing, you know? And so it's been two years. We can't expect to be the same. Whether you're heavier or not, your body probably changed shape. Still changed anyways. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So first thing, go try on your dress. And then you got to make a decision. Potentially buy a whole new dress? Possibly. Wow. That's a good point. Woof. 
<laughs> you can sell the other one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I mean, you ha- probably have some extra money now because we're shrinking your wedding for the oh. most part still. Yeah. I mean, your wedding's shrinking. I mean, people aren't, not for any reason, except there's a lot of your guests that don't want to get on planes. They want to fly. Yep. There's most of my weddings are fully vaccinated requirement by the bride and groom. And there are some family members that don't want to do it. Um, and my brides are 100% okay with telling you then you cannot come. Um, most well, I'm of sure it, some of the venues also might require it anyway. You can always blame it on the venue. So before June 15th, they were. It was a PCR test or um, a COVID test mm-hmm. that has not come back yet. Um, and most of them, you sign your life away, kind of saying that they hold no liability. But the guests are like we're having to arrange tables differently in terms of we send out. So we send out surveys now. This is something that is very different. We send, I encourage my bride and groom to send out surveys about how comfortable their guests are about coming. Mm-hmm. So we can kind of get an, a preliminary idea and all different kinds of things. Do you want a pod dinner with just your house? Like, how would you like to eat? And venues are being very flexible with the amount of tables and chairs that they're giving and how they're setting them up. They are totally willing to do four tops and stuff like that now because of what people are comfortable with. So we ask a lot of questions building up to the wedding. That's interesting. Yeah, then. Because in the past, you didn't really ask your uh, your guests, what do you want this wedding to be? You know what I mean? Let's get a, let's get a survey. You're just asking what they wanted to eat. Now right. there's so much more. Yeah. So much more. So much more. You know, are you okay with taking an Uber? Are you okay with getting in a shuttle? Right. That's a big thing. Because a lot of these places don't have places to park. And we have shuttles booked. And are you okay with getting on that shuttle? And you must must wear a mask on the shuttle there's no choice and are you okay with that so there's a lot of things that's interesting Mm -hmm. there's a lot of added elements man people that are listening right now this is your life and we feel for you yeah (laughs) a lot this is a whole new world a whole new world it is and i don't know how long it's going to go on for you know so i mean next spring we could still be in the same position with you just never know so i mean i think brides this year in general just have to you know you just have to be really communicative with your planner, with your venue. Well, your planner should be asking your venue questions. Get a new planner if she's not or he's not. <laughs> um, but with your guests, you should, you should, you, you must have a website right now. You must. There's too much information that, that changes. You need a way to communicate with your guests without having to call or text all of them. You must have a website right now. Oh, smart. Yeah. Yeah you have to and you have to tell everyone you're updating it monthly or regularly or whatever and they need to check it so those are my tips that's good i like it that's good tips as promised we're back hi pammy hi um, so we're here to give you some bridal breaks. Um, bridal breaks for anyone new to the show are just suggestions we give not only to brides, but anyone helping to plan a wedding to uh, give you something to do that has nothing to do with weddings. Yeah. So that you take a break. Everyone needs a break. Everyone needs a break. And we have suggestions on what to do during that downtime. Yeah. Pammy, what's yours? Mine is, of course, a cocktail. 
I found this one on hungerthirstplay.com and it's called a honey pumpkin whiskey smash. Yummy. Yeah. So this has uh, whiskey, pumpkin syrup, mint leaves, splash of lemon juice, and the pumpkin syrup is pumpkin puree, honey, and water. And then you just do equal parts of the pumpkin syrup with the whiskey, and then you have a little smashed up uh, mint in there. Oh, it sounds delicious. Uh, sign me up. Yeah. Definitely. I'm all for things pumpkin now, as anyone watching our Instagram stories knows. <laughs> <laughs> We're a little obsessed. Um, yeah. Pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin's not just October for me. I'm no. pumpkin September, October, November. November. Mm-hmm. Right. December 1st, we say goodbye. Yeah. It's time. But it's until time. then, they're my close personal friends. Three solid months of pumpkin. Oh, yeah. Bring it. Let's enjoy it. what we can. It's pumpkin season. I know. Get into it, guys. <laughs> um, okay, so my bridal break is... Where are you? Sorry, we have to... Hold on. Ruth is being picked up. She's needing a little bit of attention. Come she, here. You need a bridal break, Ruth. You could use this. You ready? Okay, we're back She's at it. She's ready. Okay, we're, we're, we're all ready. So um, my bridal break is sort of... Mm, it's kind of complicated. So I'm sure a lot of people right now are kind of hearing all the news about Britney Spears. She's going to court and there have been multiple um, documentaries that have come out all at once. Um, I did the stupid thing of watching both back to back. Oh, I was going to say, which one did you watch? But of course you watched both. Of course I did. So <laughs> there, the other one of them is called on Netflix is called Britney versus Spears. The other one is on Hulu slash FX, and it's the New York Times presents Controlling Britney Spears, which is their follow-up to the presentation they had a few months ago called Framing Britney Spears, which, of Ah. course, I also watched. Um, They're really hard to watch, and I don't really know if I want that to be your bridal break because it's intense to just learn about how this person who we all... You're not going to relax Yeah, we all love, but there's a good chance that you might have watched it. Because a lot of people did. It was very popular. So my bridal break is also a Britney break. And it is after I watched these uh, documentaries and I was just kind of down and I wanted to like celebrate Britney and like think about her in a really positive light. And I remembered this podcast that I listened to a while back and I went and revisited it as I discussed before. Yes. I will re-listen to podcasts <laughs> that I love because it comforts me. So um, I re-listened to a few episodes of this podcast and it is called We Need to Talk About Britney. And it's hosted by this woman named Jen Zaborowski. I think I'm saying it right. Um, she is, by the way, a completely normal adult woman who happens to love Britney Spears. It's not like it's some like weirdo fan that you're kind of like, I don't know about this lady. She's like a normal human, Mm -hmm. but she happens to just genuinely love Britney Spears. And she has people on and they talk about their love of Britney Spears, Mm -hmm. either from a certain angle where it's like, we're going to talk about this one album, this one song, this one performance. So I went back and listened to, first of all, her episode where she interviewed Lance Bass. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. So good. It's so good. The Lance Bass episode is excellent. Also, um, Casey Wilson, who's an actress who was in, she's in a bunch of stuff, but you might remember her from Happy Endings, um, a sitcom that was on a while ago. Also, if you're a podcast nerd, she is the co-host of Bitch Setch, which is really, really popular. So she came on and they talked about um, her greatest hits album. That episode's also good. And also comedian Heather McMahon, she has a couple episodes with really, really funny. So if you're in a place where you want to like think about Britney, 
on a positive end from like people who genuinely just love her and like yeah. celebrate her as like a human and as an artist, artist yeah. as a performer. This podcast is it. I love that. Because <sighs> I love Brittany. Yes. And the podcast really does like it really did put me in a good mood. And it's just a fun listen. There's a ton of episodes. And it's just like, again, if you need something sort of light and fun, it's people talking about with Britney Spears and then they play Britney Spears songs throughout it. So and then you sing along. Oh, my so. God. Like half the time I have to like pause and like really play the song all the way through. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. We need to talk about Britney. It's on, I think, every platform. Awesome. Yeah. So that is my bridal break. So moving on from the Britney slash bridal break, mm-hmm. um, we have to close up the show, Pammy, by doing a little quiz. You ready? School's in session. Oh, boy. Pammy. Yes. What's our website? Weddingconfessionals.com. Yes. From there, you can find all of our links for social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, show notes. Um, also, from there, you can have an option to tell us your stories. You click on a button that says, what, Pammy? Tell us your secret. Yeah, she remembers now. She's back in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other ways that you can tell us your secret, we'd mm-hmm. love to get your confessionals. They're yes. all anonymous. So you can send it that way, or you can send us an email, which is? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Lovely. We also have a little hotline where you can call and leave your anonymous little story about what's going on with your life. We do. Um, Pammy, let's see. You got three out of the, how many numbers are in a phone number seven plus three ten you got three out of the ten so you got 30 percent last time can we beat it i don't know my mind is swiss cheese tonight the so. phone number is four three four uh-huh something three three okay six six Three, three. You know what? It's very close. Four three four nine three three two six six three. You're gonna get it. I bet two episodes from now it's just gonna flow. I believe in you. I believe in you. Four three four. So many damn threes in this thing. Two six six three. It's the number Google gave me. I kind of like it. It's fun. Um, also, um, please give us a rating specifically on iTunes. They're very picky about ratings on iTunes in order for you to be more visible yeah. for more people. Think about other brides and grooms that need help and how we're out there to help them. Just looking for, looking for a little podcast. The more you help us, the more we can help. Yeah. Them. A little five star, little, little love the pod. That's all we're Just asking. Just let us know. <laughs> give, give us a little, uh, give us a little note. So besides Apple podcast, mm-hmm. Um, where else can you find, you know what, Pam? Yeah. Give me, I don't know. How many you want to go for? I did five last time. I feel like seven. We need to move it up. Okay. Okay. Go. Apple Podcasts. Yes. Spotify. Yes. iHeartRadio. iHeart. Google Play. Did I say that? No, no. Um, That's four. Podbean. Five. Podcasts. Castbox, Downcast, Overcast. Um, What's the one that's a silly name that you like saying? Um, oh, wait, I'm going to forget that one. Deezer. Deezer. Deezer's so there's fun. A, there's a Paradise one, too, in there, right? Pod Paradise. Yes. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Castbox, Castro, Deezer, Downcast, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Pod Paradise, Podtail, Podcast Addict, Podcast Land, Podcast Republic, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube. 
And now yeah. you can say either Alexa or Siri play Wedding Confessionals podcast yeah. and it will pop up. You don't even have to like search for it. You just have to ask. Yeah. You don't have to use your thumbs. So Just easy. shout out into the world <laughs> and it will come to you. It will. And that is it, Pammy. Woohoo. So I'll see you next time for part two with Amanda. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kancherwitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.